Court reporters hold one of the most important roles in the justice system. We're entrusted with the official records of the courts, and we also have to run our own businesses, which is not something most of us were prepared for. I'm Bryn Seymour, freelance court reporter and life coach, and I invite you to join the discussion about the problems we face and the solutions we create on the unique journey of a stenographer. Welcome to the Entrepreneurial Court Reporter Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Court Reporter Podcast. I am currently laying in my car. (laughs) I brought my microphone with me. I'm in Boston, Massachusetts, and I am here for a jury trial that is currently on its sixth day. So as we wait for the jurors, for the jury to deliberate, we are kind of on standby. So I'm here in my car just waiting to see what happens and when they call us back. But on this episode, I want to talk about preparation for the unknown. When you're doing something that you've never done before, you take a job that's a different type of proceeding than what you're used to. Um, It's very important to make sure that you're fully prepared. And I'm going to share what happened to me this week, and hopefully you can learn from it. So it was late last week, um, maybe Thursday or Friday, that I committed to accepting this court case and I told I saw on the Facebook group court reporter needed slash court reporter available I saw Julie Newman had posted looking for a court reporter in Boston and I know that I live two hours from Boston in Maine I live in Scarborough Maine so I knew it's doable for me and I would love to try to get as much work as I can so I just told her that I was available I happened to be available on those two days and Um, or two out of the three that she was looking for. And so I just let her know that I was available. But I told her that it was this, I I mean, it's something I've never done before. I've never been, I mean, I have, like, I think, I vaguely remember being in court. I think it, actually, maybe it was just my internship. I sat in on, in court a few times. And, but as for working in court, I told her and I made it clear, I've never done this before. I'm a little bit nervous. I'm excited for a new experience, but I, you know, I'm just letting you know, like, this is my first time. So if there's anything that you have, any information to prepare me, whatever you can share that you think is necessary. Because the thing is, when we take jobs that we don't, when we take jobs with something that's unfamiliar that we have never done before, which happens all the time because there are so many different types of proceedings and different types of cases. And usually agencies cover not just one type of thing, but a very broad range of things. So all the time we get, we do things for the first time. And when that happens, we don't even really necessarily know what to ask because we don't know what's important that we, what information we actually need. And me having spent a few years working for a lot of the big box agencies, I'm sorry if that term doesn't work for some people, I don't know what else to call it, the very large nationwide agencies. I spent a few years working for those such as Esquire, Veritex, that kind of agency, like the big one. So I spent a few years working for them and I kind of got into the habit also when I would sit in, even for my internship, this is what I learned, but I got in the habit of kind of just, you know, receiving the email that has the time and the date and the very short case name and maybe sometimes they would provide an estimated duration of how long it's going to be which they would also say is not reliable. But it always did help whenever they did provide some estimate, but really nothing else. They wouldn't give the caption. They wouldn't provide names or rough drafts or or bill of particulars or things that you might need in order to prepare for the case. So being a new reporter, I didn't know 
you know, sometimes if they don't prepare, if they don't send that information and they don't supply that in advance, then as a new reporter, you learn that it, it's not necessary to have that stuff in advance and that you should be able to do the job and be confident and just show up, kind of wing it, just show up and like take down whatever comes up and just like show up and see what happens. And so and that's what I did every time and it was fine I guess you know maybe it made made it a little bit more work on the back end when you finish the job and you're going to scope and add all the information maybe it could have been easier if I had the caption in advance and, and any necessary information but anyway it was fine I mean I guess that's just a habit that I developed is not really making sure that I have the information that I need in order to prepare for the unknown, in order to prepare for a job that I've never done before or a type of case that I've never done type of proceeding. So being in court for the first time, I mean, depositions, you know, of course, there are different types of depositions and they're all kind of similar enough to where you don't have to worry about the fact that it's a different type. I don't know. I mean, you, yeah, you get the information you need. But for court, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be sitting in the middle of the room what about when they do the sidebar do I how do I take that on the record because I've heard that that needs to go on the record when they have those private conversations on the side and then the court reporter has to kind of somehow bring her equipment over there or somehow get it on the record and so that always kind of freaks me out and just I, I was not sure what I was getting myself into but I was excited to try something new I love to learn and gain experience so I did it and the court reporter that had covered the prior day of the trial she did Friday and I did Monday and Tuesday. Her name is Megan Castro and she is amazing. She's a Boston court reporter and I guess in Boston it's a thing where court reporters really help each other and they put effort into provide their rough drafts for each other if they're going to continue on the same case. They pr put effort into providing like she typed out a list of appearance information with even some of their physical characteristics to be able to recognize who they are and who they represent and some information about them and how it goes and about even how the room was set up with the audio, how she set her microphones up and she provided as much information as she possibly could and it was amazing. I was like really surprised because I'm not used to in New York or in Maine, well most of my experience is from New York so I'm just not really used to that kind of level of consideration and I was really thankful for that and so shout out to Megan because she was awesome and amazing for putting that effort forth and for really being considerate of the reporter who's coming after her so she provided all that information and her rough draft and she even called me when I was on my way to the job I was on my two-hour drive telling Julie the one who booked me I was telling her that I was that's when I told her that it was my first time doing court so I was a little bit nervous so she called so she had Megan call me Megan called me right away and talked to me for like 10 minutes and kind of was able to, I was able to ask her my questions and talk to her and just so the things that, some of the things she shared with me were so helpful and great to know. So she told me that the way I asked her about how she set up her microphones for the sidebar. So she said that she set it up in a way that she actually didn't have to get up out of her seat because she could hear through her headphones. So I guess, and I didn't know this, so I'm so happy that she told me this because I guess that you can plug in a microphone directly to your Lumin- well, I knew that part. You can plug in the microphone directly to your Luminex, and then you plug in your headphones in the port right next to the microphone port. And so I guess as whatever's coming into the microphone, you can hear it in real time through the headphones on the machine if you plug in your headphones. I don't know if CaseCat does this on computers that have two different ports, one for the microphone and one for the headphones, but 
on mine it only has one port and i've gotten two i got an extension that you could plug in and then have the two ports both one for microphone one for speakers and and so i i haven't actually tried it because for some reason i was afraid to try it like that something would mess up or <laughs> you know it's like when you try new technological things with case cat on a job you never know what's going to happen and how, if it might mess up the transcript so i just never i never tried it but she told me that you can do that so and i unfortunately i forgot headphones so i didn't do that but but she had also mentioned that as we were talking about this process of her setting up the microphone in the sidebar area and using daisy what's it called daisy wires uh, to connect the microphone like pretty much all throughout the room so that every base was covered which was really cool okay so here we are a little bit later i was in my car earlier recording the podcast episode and i actually got called to go back in so I had to stop recording and I'm now finishing it. So I will post a link in the show notes to the Amazon product where you can buy the Daisy microphone, Daisy wire microphone set that Megan Castro told me about and that I am also ordering because it was really cool that you could wire it through the entire room. And that seems like it's definitely, I mean, even though I could not get it to work when I tried to set it up. Oh, okay. So here... I go off on a lot of tangents. I'm really sorry about that. So now I'm remembering what the point of my story was. So she actually offered because she was in Boston at that day, on that day, and I was also in Boston right down the street at the courthouse. She offered to let me use her Daisy set microphone thing. I'm so sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I should be I should look up how to say it correctly, but her microphone set with the Daisy wires. She texted me and asked me if I needed if I wanted to borrow it because I obviously didn't have my own, and that would mean that I would have to get up and go to the sidebar every single time they have one of those private conversations. And I would have to run across the room, unplug my machine, and type, try to keep up with what they say because my audio wouldn't be connected because I, I get the audio through my computer. So I would have to get every single thing that they say as they're whispering on the sidebar and having the microphones set up so I could just stay in my seat with headphones on would be amazing. But like I said before, I forgot the headphones, but I still wanted the... I did take her up on the offer to at least try the microphone thing and it, it, you know, I could not get it to work. So it was like a really, really rough day, actually. I, it was a really rough day. I ended up getting there like late because, you know, it was the first time that I take a job in Boston and drove to Boston. I didn't realize how difficult the parking situation would be. So I had to park in a parking garage that was like five, a 10 minute walk away from the courthouse most, I'm, I'm so used to being able to just park in a parking lot inside of the law firm. I mean, obviously the parking lot is not inside the law firm, <laughs> but you know what I mean, right outside the law firm. That's what I'm used to because I was used to doing jobs in upstate New York and also in Maine. But in Boston, you have to park in a parking garage kind of far away from the actual job. I'm walking there in these heels that I'm wearing and I actually running pretty much with my luggage and everything, all my equipment. I was so stressed out. And so I get there 
I got to the building that I thought it was, but it was actually the wrong building. It was the, there were two courthouses apparently like near each other and I went to the wrong one and I went inside and I'm like frantically trying, frantically scrolling through my email, trying to let the security know where I'm going. And they were like, no ma'am, you're in the wrong building. And then they tried to give me directions to the right building. And mind you, the job is starting in like five minutes at this point. So I'm like frantically running and so I run to the other courthouse and I go in and sure enough, again, the security with the line and everything. And I'm just like trying to make, I'm pretty much making a scene so that I can get through the security as fast as possible. And then when I finally got in and went to the floor that I thought I was supposed to go to, well, yes, it was the right floor, but I ended up frantically barging in to the room that I thought I was supposed to go to. It was not the right room. It was the wrong courtroom. And they were already in session, which I expected because I was a few minutes late. So I thought maybe they started without me. So I barged in there and I'm like, you know, with the energy of you can't be on the record without the court reporter. Like with that confidence, I just busted into the room and walked down the aisle, down the middle of the courtroom, to the front where the court reporter is supposed to sit. I basically walked up and stood right in front of the judge, because I didn't really know where I was supposed to be sitting. But I thought that they were probably expecting me, or waiting for me, or wondering where I was, and that they would know exactly who I was, and just kind of beckon to where I should be sitting, or where I should set up. But their conversation that they were in the middle of when I busted into the room was not just a regular conversation, but it was that they were already in session because it was the wrong courtroom. It was a disaster. It was so embarrassing. So I humbly was directed out of the room and went into the correct room upon the guidance of the security guard who told me that he saw me frantically running into the courtroom and he was trying to let me know that it was the wrong room because they were waiting for me in the other room. And he did let me know. He, he tried to stop me, but I was on a mission. No one could stop me because I just needed to get into the room as fast as possible so that I didn't make myself delay any more than I was. I was already late. It was so bad. Do not ever do this. <laughs> Learn from my mistakes to be very prepared. If you go to a job that you're you've in a place that you've never been especially if it's a big city like Boston or New York City if you go and you're driving your car and you don't know exactly all the details about the parking and the building and you've never been there before and you've never even done a job in court before or you know whatever new job your new type of job you're doing definitely make sure you leave like an extra 3 hours early i'm just, okay maybe that's an exaggeration but seriously I did not plan this very well. I only gave myself enough time to arrive like maybe 30 minutes early, but that 30 minutes was taken away by the frantic craziness of looking for parking and going into the wrong building and the wrong room to the point where I showed up past the start time of the court session. So it was really crazy. But anyway, once I was on the record and settled and everything, when I got a break, me and Megan were texting and she offered to let me use her daisy mics. So we met up on a break and on another break and she gave them to me because I actually ended up covering two, actually three days of this job. So the, the remaining three days. 
so yeah so anyway it was just a really crazy experience and I feel like there was a lot more that I wanted to share that I was thinking about earlier but I really can't remember it right now so I'm just gonna have to end it here and if I do remember anything else any tips from this experience any stories that I forgot to share about I will <laughs>